This is the Restless Mama Podcast. Authentic conversations about the mess and magic of motherhood. I'm your host, Celine Marley. Do you find motherhood hard sometimes? Do you struggle with finding balance in parenthood, your career, relationships and lifestyle? Are you a new mum who still just tries to figure it all out? This is the podcast for you. Every week we provide you with inspiring stories and helpful resources from mamas just like you. So you know you're not alone. And hopefully this also empowers you to find your unique balance. Because a mama's mental health is the most important of all. Hello beautiful people and welcome to this week's episode of the Restless Mama podcast. I am excited as always to share another beautiful guest who's also a close friend of mine. Um, she lives down in Byron where I used to live and that's how we met and I thought it would be a lovely thing to have her on the show not only because she entered motherhood almost 12, 12 months ago so she she completed her first year <laughs> of motherhood um, but also because she is founder of Ondama which is all about handmade knitwear basically so I think ponchos cardigan jumpers gloves socks um, and all handmade um, from Chile which and not only that but she really knows who knitted each and every single um, item that she has um, so basically it's all about sustainable and ethical um, slow fashion which is so rare these days and definitely you need some more notice so let's dive right in all right Jana welcome to the show thank you for inviting me on your podcast Celine oh absolutely you are another mama and I love that you are in the early stages of mama um, mamahood in in that sense you know like you're still in your first year almost you you're almost there or the 12 the 12 months mark yeah not long but, now exactly but I feel like um I, th I think all the mums I had on the podcast so far they have passed um, um three-year mark and and you know they okay. can kind of reflect on those early years and I actually think it is awesome to have a mama that is still in you know in the first year so I'm really excited to share that with everyone um, oh, thank you. Yay. um of course I did like a little introduction about yourself but why don't you just tell us a little bit um you know about your business your profession or what you are about so um I am half English and half Chilean so I've always had a big connection with Chile mm. and um, quite a few years ago, so probably, gosh, about eight years ago now, um, my mother-in-law brought from Chile as presents. She brought us lots of beautiful Chilean um, like ponchos and socks and gloves and beanies. And when she brought them to Australia, I was like, oh, my God, these are gorgeous. And people just wanted to buy them straight away. So I thought, why not? Yeah. Um, and back then, though, she was buying from markets, places that you didn't know where the source was. So you didn't mm. know who was making it. You couldn't 
guarantee um, what the product was made from. So about four years ago now, um, when we went to Chile, we went on a mission to find our own knitters. Mm. Um, and we found amazing ladies who live in the middle of nowhere in, yeah. in the countryside <laughs> um, in Chile and who live on farms and they have their own sheep and alpaca. And, um, yeah, we've been able to source knitted goodies from ladies um, who we know are providing us with woolies that are authentic and are pure 100% wool and they set themselves the prices so we know it's all ethical and yeah, yeah, yeah. my passion in life has always been um, the environment I've always been very aware of the environment so I wasn't very happy with um, at the beginning having garments that weren't 100% wool or um, and that perhaps you know, the artisans themselves hadn't been paid a fair wage. Mm. So the fact that we found ladies in Chile who, who we can, yeah, make sure that the product is what we want it to be, you know. Mm. Uh, we can't say it's certified organic, but we can say that it's, it's real, it's raw, it's not been treated with chemicals. And, um, and yeah. the people actually get a right price. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think yeah, that's yeah. worth much more than having the certified organic as awesome as this is, but just knowing, you know, that the person that made that product gets paid, right. It is. Yeah. Such, mm. Yeah. And that they decide for themselves that they decide for themselves. There's no one else out there saying, this is what you should be charging or this is what you're going to get, that they've got that. Oh, their own, um, autonomy, autonomy over their own wage. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, they're ladies who do lots of other things, you know, they run their farms, they run their homes. It's not like they just live off the knitting. Mm. Um, but it gives them that own, you know, independence with that and, um, and, and maintaining traditions and, um, and giving them, yeah, that little extra, support on the side yeah on the side in addition to that they are absolutely gorgeous like i have various ondama products (laughs) and i love them all (laughs) especially the socks at the moment like obviously I still feel you like you need you guys need to move to Victoria because um, I know we do. I know, it's I know, so much I know. more colder. For the ones of you guys that don't know where Yana is based, she's in Ocean Shores, which is near Byron, um, where we met. Like very, which isn't very cold. No, which is, which is not. We were in the beach. We were at the beach last week. I had my first swim after winter last week. Mm. Yeah, and we're still, to be honest, though, like we've been absolutely blessed with the best winter in Victoria. Like I I think I haven't caught myself once whinging about the winter around here. Maybe once or twice, sorry. Maybe once or twice. But usually that's where we escape. You know, we would have been in Europe by now for three months to be away from the winter because it gets so cold and so wet and so just not nice. 
And, um, and this winter has been awesome. And now I looked at the weather and it's all like around 15, 17 degrees. And I'm going, Woo! this is just, yeah, it's been the best winter. I've never, ever um, had a, had a, I can't remember a winter like that in Victoria where you. So it's, it's, it's strange because I actually, as I am half English, I grew up mostly in England mm. and I actually miss, I miss the cold weather. I know it sounds crazy, but I miss that cozy, those cozy nights in front of the fire and, and they, that kind of time of the year where you just hibernate for a mm. bit. And here, it's this constant, and it's wonderful in many ways if I can go out all of the year, all year round and do things outside, apart from in summer here, it's so hot, sometimes you have to be inside. But mm. um, um, yeah, there's something, for me, there's something about winter that is just really nourishing. Mm. And I actually miss that. So um, I completely agree with you. But there's two things that changed. Like I love winter in Europe. I think there's nothing better. And I also, you know, for me, Christmas, celebrating Christmas here, it doesn't feel like Christmas. For me, it's more like a summer kind of fest or something like that. It, you yeah. know, when, when, when we're talking about European Christmas, as you know, it feels everything slows down. As you say, you know, everything is slow and cozy and, and you do things inside. But this changed for me first, like because I have two boys because they need yeah. to be outside. That is yeah. one thing that you can't hibernate. There is no coloring in. There is no crafting no. all day. It just doesn't no, there's work. No, there's no afternoons in bed watching Netflix. Forget that. No, that is not <laughs> possible, you know. Um, and the other thing is like that I very much felt that Australia, um, even in Victoria, builds their houses like it's a holiday house. So they're actually really cold. And um, yeah. we're lucky at the moment, we're in quite a warm house, but there is often not even double glazed windows. The heater is like a split system. So, it, and often the houses just get really, really cold overnight where you just like, you know, you have that to the bone cold. Yeah. Um, and that's why I love my Ondama socks and my gloves and everything, because <laughs> when I'm like super cold, I'm like, yes, they're my socks. And then, pull them up and then the gloves and everything is nice and cozy warm talking about motherhood though because i know um you pulled your business a little bit back because almost a year ago you had your beautiful little son and um as of course this is all about motherhood and the changes that it brings what do mm. you feel like when you think about you as a person before entering motherhood and now what has changed within you what has changed within me? Um, or has motherhood changed you? Maybe it hasn't at all. And that's, that's, yeah, it's more so has it changed you or hasn't it changed? I don't know. It has changed me much. Mm. I, 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 I've always been, to be honest, I've always been a mother. But even before I had my little boy, um, I've always been a mother. And I was always, to be honest, longing, to be honest I was always longing to be a mum. Mm. Um, but in saying that I was surprised that after the first three or four months of him being in our lives I was surprised at how much I was I wanted to kind of jump back into 
into work really and jump mm. back into me maybe and jump back mm. into my old self you know into my old identity of of accomplishing things every day and creating this and doing that and studying and selling on dharma and and i did i saw, i kind of jumped maybe a bit too quickly into it four mm. months and then i was I, and I kind of had to hold myself back and think oh actually you know this is maybe not what I should be doing right now. And I had to slow myself down again, which isn't, which isn't easy, but it was the right thing after a few months of realizing that I was just, it was too much, not even just for me, also for JP, my husband and, and Taylor, they just needed me more. And so it's, uh, um, yeah, now I find myself. In fact, today I did my first painting Aww. in many, many years because I just realized I needed to do something for me and I don't have the time or the energy to go out or to spend, I don't know, six hours in the office doing work. Um, although I have been doing a few hours work um, here and there, but yeah, I realized I just needed to give myself the space to do some creativity for me to maybe feel me I don't know, just, just to nourish myself a bit. Mm. Um, so I don't know if that really answers your question, but. No, um... <laughs> absolutely does. No, it does. Absolutely. And, and sometimes I feel like I, I was very much the same with, with my first son where I felt like, and I feel like the change that motherhood brings with it, it, it is almost like a slow process where in the first in the first year, some notice it more. And I actually, I remember in the first year, I um, I started a business, you know, like I was like, nah, okay, what are we doing now? You're just plotting along with me right now and da 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 and and it um and and it worked, you know, it was it it was fine. I think that the biggest um when you realize to really slow or when I realized, you know, you already made that choice for yourself when you started and you thought like, okay, maybe not quite yet going yeah. back to, you know, business and studying. But I only had that slowing down when I had my second son where it was like, I need to do that now. I, you know, and that was much easier for me too. I think I, I raced through those first two years and not that it was easy but yeah almost I think because because my first time was still such a surprise I um not not denied it but it was like I can do it all you know I can yeah. I can make yeah. it all work and I can be me and I can be his mum and, and everything's working where I just then realized with time um there might be there, there might be um, some adjustments I have to do and that's okay. And I still can be, yeah. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I was surprised at myself because before I had, uh, before he was born, I remember seeing friends of mine who had babies and they jumped very quickly back into work or I'd see them exhausted and I'm sitting there criticizing them or, and why are they going back to work so quickly? Like, seriously, just enjoy motherhood. Like just, mm -hmm. Just, just slow down. And then there's me when he's four months. I'm like, right, work, let's go. Let's do this. Let's do that. And, and then I realize I'm just trying to 
keep on hold on to my identity that's what I'm trying to do I'm just trying to hold on to my old self and feel like I'm doing something with my day like it's like it, it's almost like you know raising a kid isn't enough mm. um in our in our society today so we mm. feel like we need to do all these other things um to feel enough you mm. know um to feel satisfied um and yeah I guess it's a it's a it's a dance in both worlds really it's a balancing act to to have a bit of both bit of both you know the work and the raising the child mm. um uh, yeah anyway no I why you said take that. back what I I take back what I said <laughs> <laughs> You mean the judging um, the mums? Judging my lovely friends. Yeah. Um, oh, we all yeah. did. I mean, you know, I worked as a social worker for years with families and I kept saying, oh my God, what is this woman doing? Like, what's she doing? These went to... And then as soon as you enter motherhood, you know, like, wow, no more judgment there. Sorry. There is whatever works for you, you know, if you need yeah, to go back it. to work for your mental health and it makes you a better yeah. mum. Go for it. If you need to stay home for five years, if that's what makes you happy and a good mum, go for it. Yeah. You know? it's yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, I absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. So you and said, now I yeah. Like, you go, you go. Um, you said that you started painting um, just to take, you know, like when you, um, because we talk so much about mental health and finding balance in motherhood and just like yeah. I mean looking at your first year now in motherhood and obviously that's a very intense time in you often and and I know you're breastfeeding so that's again it's very time limited you actually um, haven't got much time to take for yourself but if you think about what are the things that you use to keep yourself balanced like you set paintings is a little bit you said you go to work a little bit is there like um yeah what do you do so um I try and have one session of pilates a week mm. um I started back at pilates when I when he was maybe three or four months and um I was going to the studio in Malambimbi this great place um but then with covid everything went online mm. and actually that was really great because it meant that i didn't even have to leave the house to yeah. go yeah um, and sometimes you know you're time poor we're always time poor and so actually that extra 20 minutes of driving there and driving back um is a bonus especially if you're tired in the morning um so i've started yeah now i and now even though covid even though now there are classes at the studio again, um, but I've chosen to stay, to keep doing the classes online mm. because I like it like that. Mm. Oh, <laughs> it just and helps. It, yeah. Um, and what else? Yeah, painting. I think I'm in mode of. Um, oh, I I haven't yet started, but I am going to. I have a sewing machine which I have. Mm. which needs fixing and I'm going to put some love into the sewing machine. I'm just finding things that I can create at home, mm. you know, things that I can um, put my energy into if I have a spare half an hour here and there that mm. will um, make me feel like me again, I guess. Mm. Um, even if it's just sewing an old jumper in the evening that's got some holes, I love doing that, mm. you know. 
yeah. I don't we never even find seem to find time to watch a, a film on Netflix that doesn't even seem to happen in the evenings which is fine we don't have a television so if we watch a Netflix it's on it's on the laptop mm. um but yeah mm. that was something um uh mama from that's a local mama who started the business um like a, a local produce business and that was one thing beautiful Rachel that she feels like you know whatever you decide to do but very often when we enter motherhood that creativity starts sparking and mm. and I really like I really agree it's like this you know and most important thing for her or one of the advices she would give is just you know nurture that creativity in whatever space that means and you basically said it exactly that you know like a little bit of painting here a little bit of sewing there and that's um yeah and sometimes that's yeah. all it takes to just reconnect with ourselves again yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I have to say one more thing. Yeah, yeah, go. 15 minutes a day of meditation mm. has saved me. That has, like, I don't know where I'd be without it. Sometimes it's with an app meditating, sometimes mm. it's not, whatever it is. If when he's napping, I usually don't bother trying to run around the house cleaning everything. I don't bother with that. It's just pointless mm. because then I'm left exhausted again for when he wakes up. Correct. Um, and then, yeah, it's not fun. So with that, um, yeah, even if it's 10, 15 minutes makes such a big difference mm. for me. Yeah. So I think I connect with very like-minded women because every mum on the podcast said meditation is one of the resources. And I love that. It's beautiful because yeah. it really promotes how how powerful it is in motherhood and how how much it can help us, you know, to have that little bit of presence time that makes a whole huge difference um, in huge. our minds. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I've got piles of washing mm. behind me right now. <laughs> you know? Like I've got, I've got cloth nappies and I've got like a bed's not been made and whatever. It doesn't really matter. I'd prefer to spend 45 minutes doing a painting, going for a walk for a bit um and then talking to you Celine and <laughs> <laughs> um, my piles of washing have been sitting there for weeks you know they just kind of like change or whatever like it's <laughs> they go from one pile to the next um and we had a house inspection last week and I didn't even bother cleaning the bathroom and the lady was the lady said from the real estate yeah the bathroom the shower's got a bit of mold that could be cleaned and we're like yeah whatever um it does need a little bit of a clean but you know yeah. oh look i think yeah whatever works too and and that's i think that's one of my biggest missions you know like to promote self-care for mothers and that they take priority in that and not yeah. feel the pressure of yeah. um cleaning their house and and doing all yeah. the washing and having everything yeah. perfect because essentially that's what's going to drain you even more. And as a yeah. mother, I think we haven't got that, you know, that space of no. doing it all perfect. No. We're still doing it all anyway. It just we in, are in we different are. stages, you know, like yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. one day we're smashing it, the next day we're not, and that's okay. Yeah, and that's mm. okay. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. It is, you know, I do, I struggle more than I thought I would 
Mm. with the house cleaning thing I always thought oh look I'll just be whatever like it's okay I can I can deal with the fact that the living room looks like this constant mess Mm. um and I'm not always okay with it you know and and I have to get the hoover or I should say vacuum cleaner out (laughs) um but um but yeah it's again it's just um going with the flow it's just day to day every day is different Mm. Every day yeah. is different. Yeah. And, yeah. and just surrendering yeah. to that. Yeah. 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 Um, we're already at my last question. And that's my favorite one because it's talking to new parents. Um, so if you think about when you would talk to a mom that's pregnant or new parents and you could only give one advice, what would that be? Oh, gosh. Um, give one advice. Oh, God, you've got me there, Celine. <laughs> Don't do the washing. <laughs> I'd say sleep when you can sleep. I know it's hard to sleep when they're sleeping because we want time for ourselves and we want to clean the house and we want to text that person. But I just, I think that, yeah, I think the days when I've not slept properly and I don't take up that extra 15 minutes that I could have I can really see the difference in me, mm. you know, yeah. and, and it's a tough decision, you know, and I, at the beginning, I was so good at going to bed at nine o'clock every night at the beginning, mm. you know, the first maybe three or four months, it was like nine o'clock every night. And now it's like, I need to go to bed at nine, but I don't, it's like 10, 10, 13. And it, it makes a massive difference in my life. That's mm. me personally. I'm, I need my sleep. That's, mm. you know, but that's, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Not think- everyone is like, no I love that no one actually has said that I think that one advice is for everyone different and I love that that's one of that's why I think that's why it's my favorite question and um Uh, and I think it it, sleep is massive like I I really do believe like when I had my first son and went through those postnatal depressions I think the sleep deprivation that had that I had for such a long time made a huge difference like it really like as soon as I had a good night's sleep with him you know once I started sleep training him in the right way for both of us then suddenly I could deal much better with it so I absolutely agree I think it's and even even at the moment with homeschooling and everything I have a nap just 20 minutes you know where you just go I need to shut down for a second and it changes your day changes everything Mm. like if i'm not if i'm really really tired i'm even more hungry than i am normally you know i'm consistently breastfeeding so i'm starving the whole time Mm. if i don't sleep on top of that i'm even hungry i mean i wake up 4 a.m hungry yeah (laughs) (laughs) because of breastfeeding i'm like oh my god i gotta go and have some i don't even know what you call it a midnight snack or whatever um but yeah, I'm I'm hungry. I'm hungrier, even more hungrier mm. when I don't sleep. Mm. So yeah, yes. I bought my I bought JP um the sleep a sleep book, um Why We Sleep. I think Matthew Walker for Christmas mm. because JP just doesn't he doesn't prioritize the sleep, mm. and I can see the difference in him. Mm. Um and um, it's a fascinating book if anyone's interested in in sleep. Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Mm. I highly recommend it. 
We'll put that on the resource book. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Mm, mm, beautiful. Thank you so much for being on the show. I loved everything you said. I love what everyone says, to be honest. I think all of the mums that I have, including you, have such a beautiful um, way of sharing their stories and why they do things. And it all makes sense in, in, you know, in all their unique ways. And they're so unique and special. And yeah, always, um, I feel very, um, very special to have all these beautiful women on my podcast. Yeah. Thanks so much, Celine. Well, I love listening to podcasts and I've never been on a podcast myself. So this is thank my you. first. So thank you so much. Oh, my <laughs> absolute pleasure. <laughs> oh, cool. Brilliant. This completes this week's episode. For all show notes and more information, head to my website, selenemarlee.com or follow me on Instagram at RestlessMama. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, tell your friends, leave us a review so others can find it too. I hope to see you next time. Until then, have a beautiful week.